2: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the seven o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk one, Everything Entertainment. Everything. Well, what's a family for if it can't take care of its losers? That's right, Jr. I'm Jace with Rocco, uh, Dawn, and Alexis, and Kenny, and everyone else is off. Um, it's you're you're listening to the two guys uh, that uh, basically running the station uh, all week. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's us. Yeah, we were going to have Hanson here. She couldn't make it.
2: No, so just us. It's
1: fine, we're having fun.
2: We're having good. We're having a good time. We don't need no. We uh, Hanson actually will be calling in at eight thirty, as I said at the top of the broadcast. Uh, and she posted about this. I and I asked her permission. Uh, she got a breakthrough case. She's fine, um, more than fine, but taking every precaution and she has been um so she'll be calling in uh, around 8:30 but uh you know I had something else planned here but we received um a little dm Rocco okay. and uh and the dm is from a woman named Kim she's like I'm loving I'm loving you and Rocco together cuz <laughs> she goes she feels like she's just listening in on two friends talking and I said well that's the point and that's great And she said, uh, you guys should do an Ask Us Anything segment. And she goes, I'm going to kick it off. And she said um, she would like to know, uh, considering the anniversary of of our show was just about five days ago, she wanted to know the origin story for uh, Jason and Alexis. And good question. And by the way, if you haven't asked us anything, uh, go ahead and tweet us. I, I won't make Rocco answer calls because he's already doing 80 things at once <laughs> right now. But go ahead and uh, tweet us, uh, just Jason Matheson. And, uh, and if you have a, a question, we'll answer him in the inbox. So to answer her question, uh, the origin story is uh, uh, pretty easy. And that is Alexis was uh, Kevin Berger's producer um, Kevin Berger had a, had a, well, she was a, a journalist, at WCCO, and then became a, an on-air a host over here at my talk, then FM 107.
1: And she helped put us on the map, too. She F- did. FM 107.
2: Absolutely. Um, as did Ian and Marjorie yes. and, uh, and, and others. Uh, so Kevin had um, the time slot that Donna and Steve were in, and Alexis was her producer, and I was reviewing movies. I was an entertainment reporter over, over here at channel nine. And uh, Kevin and I had worked with each other at WCCO. Cause that's where I, I started my TV career. I was lucky enough to start there. And uh, Kevin was in the, um, they called it dimension, uh, basically long form stories. And that's where I met uh, miss Kevin. So, uh, Kevin was nice enough To invite me to start doing movie Reviews on her show So when I would call in I would speak to Alexis And uh, we, we developed a Rapport and uh, uh, Amy Daniels B. Arthur uh, liked what she was hearing And was kind enough to ask if I had Any interest in uh, Doing anything more with the Station and I said absolutely I, I'll, I'm i I'm open to anything And um and one thing led to another, and I got permission uh, to do a weekend show, so they developed a weekend show and uh, teamed me with Alexis and a lovely woman named Meredith, and we did the Saturday Night Groove. And, you know, Lex and I always joke, you know, when we get uh, youngins in here and interns that, you know, complain about the hours and, and don't really want to put in the put in the work, Alexis worked six days a week um, she only had one day off a week because she did the normal Kevin Berger show and then uh, worked Saturday night um, with me because the show aired on Saturdays from 7 to 10. Um, but she was willing to put in the work because she was hungry and I was hungry uh, for this job. So we did that for a couple years. And um, and then a weekday slot became available. If Hanson was here, she would start laughing and say that um, – <laughs> that I took over her show. Right. <laughs> so, cause
1: what were we on no, noon to three, nine to noon? I forget.
2: We, we were originally, it was like we one were, to something. Something. Yeah. Fox would only let me do two hours right away. Um, so I only did, uh, I could only do 11 to one. And my talk agreed to that. They, Fox wouldn't let me, cause it really was Rocco. What I don't often talk about is the unsung hero of, there would be no Jason and Alexis without my old boss, uh, a gentleman named Bill Dahlman. Um, Bill was my boss over here at Fox. And Rocco, uh, you know, Amy and the bosses at, at My Talk came to him not once, not twice, uh, but it was the third time that they asked him uh, to allow me to do this show because what folks didn't realize was I was doing that show on Fox's clock. Um, I was in the middle of my normal work day at Fox and they had to come to some agreement and uh, Bill called their bluff and said, fine, um, I'll let Jason do the show, but you have to build. He can't leave the building. You have to put a radio studio <laughs> in this building. And and Rocco, uh, I've since and Bill and I are still friends. He's now the president of Care 11. Um, uh, I, Bill admitted he never thought that my talk would do it
1: because <laughs> right. we have a TV station over here too, a, a competing one. And, exactly. And everybody's like, you were going to let that guy. Okay. Yeah. Yes.
2: So Bill, Bill said fine and never thought in a million years that, that, uh, Hubbard and my talk would agree to it. And they did. And they put a studio, uh, here at Fox, actually down the hallway uh, from where I am now. And, um, and they came and they said, "Hey, would you like to do this weekday show?" And I said, "Yeah." And and uh, B. Arthur and I had a conversation, and she asked who I would like to do the show with, and I had developed a friendship and a rapport with Alexis, and I I obviously um, it really wasn't a hard decision at all. I I, I chose uh, Alexis, and um, it's great that you're here because this conversation leads. We love a good throwback. Y'all know that this is a Rocco produced. Rocco produced Uh promo for the debut of our show listen to this
3: introducing the
2: Jason Matheson show a lot of people have asked me hey Jace what's your show gonna be about and I say well I am an entertainment reporter for Fox 9 news I you know I interview celebrities and go to big movie premieres so I guess the radio show is gonna be about sports archery and bowling and table tennis (laughs)
3: The Jason Matheson Show. Weekdays from 11 to 1, starting December 22nd on
1: FM 107.1.
2: There it is. That's funny Rock. to
1: hear that, because I was just getting started here, too, right around that time.
2: Were you seriously? Yeah. Were you, you were new at that point?
1: Yeah, I started here like in 08 or something like that, maybe early oh, 08. Oh, that is around the same time, Rocco. Yeah. Go. I remember the uh, Saturday Night Groove.
2: Oh, yeah. I know. And then here is the open... Um, this is the Rocco produced. Now we we have a version of it now. Um, same theme song, um, and uh, this is the very first open for our show that Rocco produced. Um, and if you've been a longtime listener, this will uh, ring ring very familiar to you.
3: The Jason Matheson show. There's gonna be trouble <laughs> with Fox 9 Entertainment Reporter. He's a fabulous boy prodigy, the most amazing of all the chimp acts that have ever come to show business. <laughs> Sportos and motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, waste oids, dweebies. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. Jason Matheson. Let's hear him
2: all and there we go. Yay. That was the first open. And Rocco knows this because he's the maestro of sound effects. Uh, a little fun fact about that. The sound bites of Ed Sullivan, uh, you know, are the most exciting chimp act. <laughs> that was taken, uh, Letterman, on Letterman's very first show uh, on CBS because, you know, he took over the Ed Sullivan Theater. He They clipped together Ed Sullivan and, um, uh, w- introducing Dave with all of these little intros and that was used. The little chimp act thing was used on Letterman's very first late show on uh, CBS. And then of course you heard uh, Ferris Bueller up in there. Tootie, right? Rocco Tootie. Oh, that's in right.
1: There's going to be trouble. There's going to be trouble.
2: Um, Yeah. So that fun. was, that so was what, fun. So
1: you guys just celebrated anniversary, right? Like 13, 13
2: years for that. Yeah. For, for a daily show. It's actually 15 um at my talk in general going back
1: the, to you doing your hits with the Kevin? groove yeah oh that
2: too okay the groove you. the groove lasted for 2 years and then yeah so 15 total oh yeah i guess uh, maybe it's 15
1: here. for me then too cuz yeah. i i started like right around january of 08 so here we go
2: here we go Fun. 7 and here we go now, because it's seven thirteen. 13 uh, Hey, guys, check out Listener rewards for the month of December. Enter to win Fandango Movie Passes to see licorice pizza. Plus, we've got uh, a Garmin smartwatch, a BarkBox subscription for your dog, grocery and coffee gift cards, and more. It's easy to sign up. Just go to mytalk10701.com. We're going to take a break. We'll be back right after this. Hey, Lex, are you smile ready? Um, I think. Dawn, are you smile ready?
0: Just give me three minutes and then yes.
2: (laughs) Well, good. Because it's time to be smile ready for all those fall events like weddings, reunions. Halloween? I mean, you wear a mask, but sure. Dr. Amy at Hughes Dental can help you be smile ready with a great offer happening right now. Now, through the end of the year, Dr. Amy is offering a thousand dollar savings when you commit to a minimum of four porcelain veneers. So many of Dr. Amy's patients take advantage of this offer. You're going to love the way you look with your new smile and you get to save money while doing it.
0: And it's so easy to get started. Just go to Hughes-Dental.com and click on the free video consult request. And when you talk with our friends at Hughes Dental, don't forget to say you heard of. About them on my talk.
2: As I always say, Dr. Amy is the best at what she does. She's the Yoda of cosmetic dentistry.
0: Yes, I was reading some reviews and they are spectacular. Like this one. I started with a video consult, which was very informative. Next, I went in for a consult with Dr. Amy and Jackie. They were able to temporarily put a composite over my teeth to show me what they would look like if I got veneers. That process was also very informative and fun to see the results. Should I read the next one like Yoda?
2: Um... Maybe in our next commercial, Lex.
0: Okay. To get started, go to hughes-dental dot com to learn more about Dr. Amy and her staff. And then, when you're ready, click on the free video consult request.
2: Welcome back, Jason and Alexis, in the morning on my talk and streaming worldwide in our my talk app. I'm Jace, Lex, Dawn, and Kenny are all off. I'm hanging with my uh, my good friend Rocco, <laughs> uh, who you just heard there in our uh, Dynasty bitch slap of the day. And we're playing that for a very specific purpose. I couldn't wait to talk (laughs) about this. Rocco, you set it up, my friend. Yeah, so,
1: well, I'm kind of uh, known in my circle (laughs) of friends as a a collector of TV Christmas episodes. We tend to throw a party every year where we have TV fans over to watch uh, episodes. Uh, This year, uh, in addition to watching my faves, which uh, were all in the family, Love. Boat, Bewitched, Night Rider, I happened to knock out like a whole bunch of ones I'd never seen before, including Moonlighting, Quantum Leap, Gunsmoke, Designing Women, The Flying Nun, Beavis and Butthead, and yes, the Dynasty <laughs> Christmas episode. And I, I kind of knew I'd be just jumping right in to the middle of something that I'd never watched before. Yeah. And I was just looking up to see what episode it is. I think it's like in the middle of...
2: Uh, yeah, something. it is. It's in the it's I believe it's the fifth or sixth season
1: season five, episode 12. So I'm just jumping in totally random. But I'm just like, I, I have questions like, okay, first of all, Rock Hudson was on Dynasty. Yes, that's insane. And I went down the rabbit hole of it. It's kind of a crazy story.
2: Of how um, yeah, telephone, yeah. Well,
1: basically, you know, he, he Rod Hudson was kind of the first famous person to die of AIDS and put AIDS on the map, you know, yeah. so to speak. And supposedly, while he's filming, he knew he had this disease. I mean, it was it was early on, and nobody really knew much about it. And he had a scene where he had to kiss Linda Evans, and he was keeping his diagnosis a secret and wasn't sure if he should kiss her because they didn't really know how it was uh, transmitted. Yep. And I'm just like, what? I didn't, I had no idea any of this happened.
2: No. And it was, it was a huge scandal. And, uh, you know, this is back in the day, in the early days of the AIDS epidemic, where people did think that even being in close contact um, could be a death sentence. And, The sweet if there's if there's a sweet thing, if there's a positive thing, um, it showed Linda Evans backbone and uh, and her humanity. She stuck up for Rock Hudson uh, when 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 people were attacking him for being on the set and keeping it a secret. And potentially you know according to the ignorance uh, potentially putting linda evan's um, uh, health at risk Linda stuck uh, stuck up for for rock and and didn 't abandon him in uh, in the pitchfork nation atmosphere that was circling um, uh, the production. She stuck up for him, um, she cared about him and uh, and and really went to bat for him and tried to calm the storm. Because it was I remember it because I obviously was a fan of all these nighttime serials. I remember I was eleven at the time, re, you know being in the checkout lane, and the scene of them uh, they're outside. I know I can't remember the exact scenario, but they're kind of it's not a roll in the hay, but they're outside. and every tabloid Rocco had those two kissing and <laughs> and some various, but no, it was it was uh it was a huge deal. And also, you know, you'll love this. What people forget about these night, and then I, I, Rocco has other questions <laughs> about some of these other pictures. But, you know, what What was great about these serials, Rocco, is they were kind of a clearinghouse for faded stars of the golden age of Hollywood. Um, and that was one that was why I got so pissed at the CW reboot and continue to be because the great thing about Dynasty and, and Linda Evans talked about this, as did Joan Collins. The great thing about what Aaron Spelling did was this was a show basically about middle-aged women, and you didn't see that. I mean, Hollywood considered you a dinosaur past 29, and Aaron Spelling, the producer of of Dynasty and every other show in the 70s and 80s, including Charlie's Angels, uh, didn't believe in that and and put two um, not-youngish women as the leads, uh, Linda Evans and uh, Joan Collins. But you go down you look at the supporting cast Rocco of these shows and Billy D williams uh Rock Hudson, Diane Carroll um uh you know for for um for Dallas you had George Kennedy mm-hmm. um uh, Knots Landing you had Ava Gardner um Kim Novak on Falcon Crest. uh you know uh, Juliet Mills was on uh Dynasty uh you name a star. And uh, George Hamilton was a part of the cast. Uh, Howard Keel, uh, you know, MGM musical star, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers was uh, on Dallas. That was one of the, uh, you know, ro- uh, uh, Charlton Heston uh, led the Dynasty spinoff, The Colby's, which Rocco, we got to okay. talk about that. You'll <laughs> love. Yeah. Have you ever seen the UFO episode of um, The Colby's?
1: No, that sounds good. What was The Colby's a spinoff of? Dynasty. Dynasty. Okay. I oh did watch, girl, in my household, I did watch some Dallas and yeah. some Falcon Crest and some Knots Landing. But my yeah. mom was not a Dynasty person, so I, that was kind of... <laughs> yeah. Me. So uh, the other thing okay. is, it takes place in, like, Denver or something? Denver. I yeah, always thought it, this was, like,
2: L.A. or... Nope. Nope. Denver, and the original title was Oil. This was ABC's answer to Dallas, and uh, they wanted a piece of that pie, so they originally called it Oil, uh, because Blake made his money in oil, but then switched it to Dynasty. So, okay, I'm looking now. Rock okay. has sent me a series of pictures.
1: Yeah, so one um, of them, okay, so then, so before I get to some of the more salacious stuff, there, there was a wedding involved yes. with Joan Collins and a young man, and then there was a woman standing behind, kind of glaring at them. Does yes. that make sense to you? Was she yes. involved with that man?
2: Uh, yeah, and you want to know the weird part about that is that young lady's name is Catherine Oxenberg, okay? Um, and her daughter now is famous, but anyway, she played Alexis's daughter. Alexis is the one getting married, and and Cath and and Amanda uh, is her name, her character's name. Had an affair with the man that her mother was getting ready to marry, so that's okay, why that's she's glaring. Favorite. She's glaring at her mother's fiance. Uh, because she's sleeping with him. So, how gross is that? So, And then the
1: one. other... Okay, then who's the woman in the Silky Nighty? <laughs> because she is spilling some boobage.
2: There's... There's major boobage being spilled in that one. And
1: I thought, this is a lot of spilling boobage for the 80s. And it's it's not what you might think. It's not like uh, Hollywood, uh, you know, heaving boobage. It's like, no. um, you normal know, boobs. Uh, normal boobs, mostly just showing there. Uh, yes. Almost all of them in a yeah. silk
2: nightie. Uh The picture is of her in bed with Steven, who was uh, at one time, uh, gay. He was, uh, he was, uh, and Dynasty was one of the first shows to depict a full-fledged gay character to their credit. But anyway, but then he decided, oh, I think I, you know, and then he went back to women, I guess. Um, he was just a little tourist, but, um, <laughs> uh, but so the woman that he's sleeping with, with the real boobies. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: which, it's a lot of boobs for 1985,
2: I thought. Yeah, uh, her name, the actress's name is Pamela Bellwood uh-huh. and uh, her character is Claudia. Okay. Um, who would later uh, burn uh, in a hotel fire that oh, okay. she set. <laughs> okay.
1: <Yeah. laughs> and then lastly, look at how bad the photo... Sh- sh- they probably didn't have Photoshop oh, in 1985, but there's a picture of a young Rock Hudson with I think either a young Linda Evans or a young Linda Evans' sister?
2: No, it is Linda Evans uh, taken from an old publicity photo Um and then an old Rock Hudson where <laughs> their heads are way bigger than their arms. Yeah, and like
1: um, they, it, it's supposed to be like, oh, hey, look at this old picture of us when we were in love at a picnic or something. And it is the worst Photoshop ever. Like, ever. ever. And I'm like, it's jarring. Yeah. Their and heads don't match up at all.
2: Yeah, and it's a, a, a publicity photo of Linda Evans from her other classic show, The Big Valley, uh, that she starred wow, with.
1: you know your stuff here.
2: Oh, yeah. She starred with? Barbara Stanwick, Rocco. Okay, who who later went on and we'll do this tomorrow and you'll uh, there, sh- Barbara Stanwick ended up uh, starring in the Dynasty spinoff called The Colbys Dynasty Two, The Colbys. Um, Stanwick and Charlton Heston were both in that show. Um, yeah, they had it. This is where these aging Hollywood stars would go to in their career were right. these nighttime serials. Um, Lana Turner was another one. I think she was on Falcon Crest. But uh, yeah. All so right. Later. Well, thanks
1: for answering my questions. You're very welcome. I might have to go back and rewatch it now that I'm caught up. Thank
2: you. I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, when we come back, uh, you know, every hour we're gonna do a little throwback, and I found some throwbacks, Rocco, that we can only play now uh, because Kenny wouldn't let me play it if he was here. It's <laughs> old, old Kenny and April. Uh, a oh bit yes, that they did. yes, yes. We'll play that when we come back.
0: I love school and I love learning. Jason, who is your favorite teacher?
2: Mrs. Freeze from third grade. She made learning so much fun. I mean, looking back now, I see how teachers have to continually learn to be great teachers.
0: You are so right, Jason. And that is what St. Mary's University of Minnesota can provide with their Master of Arts in Education program. It is designed for educators who want to keep learning to advance their careers.
2: Especially if you want to build your skills and curriculum and instruction, mental health or culturally responsible responsive teaching
0: you'll learn from top-notch educators who have a wealth of classroom experience to share
2: the best part of saint mary's is at the heart their faculty and staff are the people who get to know you and all become your allies on your educational journey
0: to learn more head to smumn.edu or my talk keyword saint mary's
2: welcome back to the show everyone having a good time with my buddy rocco alexis dawn and kenny are off for the week Uh, actually Don will be back on thursday I'm Jace. On this Monday, December 27th, 2021, we are live. Hey, uh, we'll get back to the fun in just a second. But we are the morning show, and I always feel an obligation if there's something big happening, uh, especially if it affects travel. I don't know if you guys heard this, Rocco. I don't know if you jumped on the Twitter. I did, did you? If you are heading to MSP, uh, you should know that dozens and dozens of early morning Sun Country flights have been canceled due to a massive uh, software outage. And uh, so keep an eye out. If you have a Sun Country flight, if you're heading to Terminal 2, um, it would be in your best interest uh, to call before you leave uh, because there is a good chance uh, domestic flights out of MSP with Sun Country are canceled. So... We'll keep you updated if anything changes. But I just feel for the people at the airport right now, uh, both those working and uh, and those who are stuck at the airport uh, trying to get home from the Christmas holiday. Uh, back to the fun. So I told Rocco uh, we, we pulled some best of stuff uh, to, to go to play over the next couple of days uh, just to make you laugh. And this one I picked uh, because Kenny's not here. And because if Kenny was here, he wouldn't <laughs> let me play this. Um, so Rocco produced these, and this is many years ago. This is pre-dawn, because this involved Kenny and our old executive producer, uh, April. And Rocco, I don't even remember the origin of these. Mm. Like, why did we do these? It doesn't much matter. You know, uh, but- was,
1: I want to say, like, every now and then, April would just get a wild bee in her bonnet and be like, I got this idea. Let's do this. Yes. Let's do this, let's do this song. And I'm like, okay, sure. Let's You're do right. It. And then it would be funny. And I'd be like, let's do more. And she'd be like, no, nah. no.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So here are This is the weirdest combo ever But Kenny agreed to this because he had He liked April So here's Kenny and April Doing a Fifty Shades of Grey Audition Uh, Take a listen
4: (laughs) Okay uh, Fifty Shades of Grey screen test This is audition number 17 April Engabredson And Kenny The Traffic Kitty Go ahead when you're ready
3: Every time you move tomorrow, I want you to be reminded that I've been here. Only me. You are
2: mine. Laters, baby. But I want you, and the thought of anyone else having you is like a knife twisting in my dark soul.
4: Okay, hold it, hold it. Um, uh, I need more feeling here. Um, would it help if you both got naked? Perfect. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, do the next line uh, whenever you're ready.
3: I don't know whether to worship your feet or spank the living shit out of you. Oh, I'd like to bite that lip. Okay, um, it's a little better, a little better.
4: Um, Kenny, could you do it again, but this time, um, can you put on these stockings with the garters? Great. <laughs> That's great. Um, go ahead, whenever you're ready.
3: You will not be able to see me or hear me, but you will be able to feel me.
2: Forget about the rules, forget about those details for tonight. I want you, I've wanted you since you fell into my office, and I know you want me. Uh,
4: yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm, something's missing here. Um, April, could you maybe put Kenny's ankles into these restraints? <laughs> perfect. Perfect. And then just kind of hoist them towards the ceiling? A Little higher? A Little higher? Yeah, perfect, perfect. Okay, um, and then go ahead with, go ahead on the script.
3: I do believe you're making my palm twitch.
2: Tomorrow, I will staple this to you.
3: You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. You know,
4: I'm just, I'm just (laughs) not buying it. Um, can we try that line one more time? But April, can you stick this ball gag into Kenny's mouth (laughs) for me? Perfect. And, um, oh, possibly (laughs) his (laughs) his for me? Great, perfect. (laughs) And take
3: two. I do believe you're making my palm twitch. Tomorrow, I will
4: staple this to you.
3: You don't have to do anything you don't want to do.
4: Great, great. I think we've got what we need here. Um, If you could just leave the stockings and the ball gag with Connie on your way out. Um, And also, you you might want to consider never acting again. That'd be great. Okay, thank you.
1: Okay. <laughs> I kind of forgot about all that
2: I forgot about that too Oh so yeah I
1: can see why Kenny would never Let you ever, play that ever.
2: ever Well here's I'm playing all of them He's not here what's okay. he gonna do uh, Here's the next one then we'll have one more after the break But right now here are Kenny and April Doing TV themes And you know we love Good theme songs around here take a listen Thank you for being A friend <laughs> Travel down the road and back again Your heart is true
4: You're a pal and a confidant
3: (laughs) (laughs) When I wake up in the morning And alarm is off a warning I don't think I'll ever make it on time By the time I grab my books And I give myself a look I'm at the corner just in time To see the bus fly by It's It's alright Cause I'm saved by the bell
1: told you life was gonna be this way your job's a
3: joke you're broke your love
2: life's doa it's like when you're <laughs> always stuck in second gear when it hasn't been your day your week your month or even your year but i'll be there
1: for yeah. <laughs>
3: Bone and raised on the playground was where I spent most of my days, chilling out, maxin' all relaxing, all cool, all shooting some d ball outside the school. When I couple my guys they were up to no good, they thought I'm making trouble in my neighborhood. I got <laughs> one little fight, my mom's got get you. Can move out with your auntie and uncle to Bella?
2: Sometimes you <laughs> want to go where everybody knows your name, and there are glad you came you wanna be where you can see your troubles are all the same you wanna be where everybody knows your name
3: (laughs) now it's time to say goodbye to Jed and all his kin they would like to thank you folks for kindly dropping in, you're all invited back again to this locality to have a heap in helping other
2: hospitality. New Billy, that is. Set a spell. Take your shoes off. Y'all come back now. You hear? Wow. Oh my
1: goodness! <laughs> that would never happen on your show now. Ever. Don doesn't ever. like to sing, and Kenny nope. would never do that.
2: Ever. He would <laughs> never, ever do that. So my talkers, don't tell him we just played that. One more little best of thing. Uh, We haven't played this since Rocco originally made it. I, I have a little save file where I keep some of my favorite old bits. Rocco made this, I believe... For our move to the morning uh, in 2013, Alexis and I were in middays, and then we moved over to the morning show and took over for Ian and Marjorie. And here's a little Beverly Hill. This is what made me think of it. A little Beverly Hillbilly song <laughs> that Rocco did uh, for us. Take a listen.
4: Come and listen to a story about a man named Jace. Had an afternoon talk show <laughs> and a TV-friendly face. Then one day he was ripping on Blee. When up from the morning, came an opportunity. Morning show. 530 to 9 whoop de
1: doo (laughs) well the next thing you know Jason Lex are moving on producer Marley said mind if I come along said morning drive is the place we ought to be so they loaded up the truck and said goodbye to noon to 3 welcome to morning's Jason, Alexis, and Marley set a spell stick around a while you hear Wow, I for totally forgot about that. Did you forget that wasn't about bad. That? I, that, was, that? That was, was really good, Rocco. Good, good lyrics. Good
4: job. Look at you. You're really good.
2: <laughs> I know. 743. We're gonna take a break. We'll be back right after this. Hanging with my buddy Rocco this week. Welcome back to the show. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk and streaming worldwide in our My Talk app. Alexis, Dawn, and Kenny are off this week. Dawn will be back on Thursday. And uh And then I'm gone for a couple weeks, so it'll it'll be a fun, fun mix of fill-ins for until mid-January. So,
1: (laughs) yeah, you're gone for a while, right? You like I'm
2: gone. Yeah, I get two weeks. uh, You know, when I we have a theme today of pulling back the curtain, which I love. Uh, When I decided that I would, because this marks the 15th year of doing two jobs. So when I uh, renegotiated my contracts, were up with both jobs. I said. I'll continue to do both, I said, but I, I, I would like, forget the money, I would like um, an extended period of time off. Um, just mentally, I'll never forget it, Rocco. I, I've told this story a couple times. Uh, I was, uh, shock of all shocks, I was at uh, Disney World with, with Colin. And this was eh, about four years ago. And we were midway through a vacation, you know, a week And I said to him, I said, God, I said, you know, I you know, I know more than get my sleep regulated a little bit. Not not fully. It would take months to recalibrate your body after years of getting up this early. But um, I'm just now relaxing. And the week is almost over. And it was actually Colin that said, well, you should ask uh, B and Emperor would it be possible to take two weeks off? And then I went to both companies and they were nice enough to do it. And now I get a break in the winter um, that kind of fits the syndication schedule of the TV show. Cause you know, we, the, the Fox puts the show on in different markets um, and they would like me to be gone, um, you know, around this time. Cause viewership is down. Um, so both companies agreed. So, yeah. So I take a couple weeks off in the, during uh, the winter and then a couple weeks off, Uh, in the summer and it just mentally Rocco it does it does it does a lot for me I'm not trying to be goofy it really
1: oh yeah I'm the kind of guy that I put a lot of you know if I'm going on vacation I put in a lot of uh, activities and events and hiking and skiing and blow there is something to be said for if you can take just time (sighs) to do nothing nothing I mean like for you Disney is like your happy place yep and it's just like I'm gonna be in my happy place for a while
2: yeah yeah, that sounds great. Because people ask cuz it seems very counter counterproductive you you're going to a place full of people and and yes, but for whatever reason that is it, it's relaxing for me and it's very joyful for me and I and I'm rarely as happy as I am when I pull into that property and I see the, the arch that says, you know, welcome to Disney world. And, and, uh, it's, I, and I'm as I'm thinking about it now. I can't wait to get on that plane, um, on Thursday and, and head down there. And now it's, it's gotten to the point Rocco where, uh, we're there so much. We actually have friends there. We have, uh, uh not just acquaintances. We have uh, dear, dear friends that we look forward to seeing that work at the parks and, and we see and, it makes the experience uh, that much more personal and, and quite delightful. So, uh, yeah. So we're doing that, and uh, and then heading to Hawaii. So, uh, kind of repeating our trip from July. And, oh, wait, you're going uh, to
1: Florida and then Hawaii?
2: Yes. Whoa. Yeah. That's um, a long.
1: That's a lot of time in the air.
2: Well, uh, I have a stop in L. A. to see my my uh, my bestie Haley, who <laughs> lives in L. A. So I'm kind of dividing the trip up, and the thing i'm uh one of the things i'm excited about is i'm alone uh colin has to fly back to do some work i'm alone at in and disney rocco for 3 days oh and, yeah oh yeah and that um cuz i i it, this isn't nothing against him he knows it he 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 knew what he was marrying i like my alone time and uh i value it and I'm very much looking forward to that.
1: Same. I go to movies by myself all the time. I go to concerts at First Ad by myself all the time. Yeah, I like it. Then I don't have to worry about if someone else isn't enjoying the show. If somebody doesn't want to stand here. If if I want to sit in the back and play Pokemon for five minutes. You know, I like. I just like having me time. Yes. And I yeah, because I'm the kind of person I like worry. Like, are they having fun? Are they liking stand?
2: Yes. Yeah. I I do. I have that. Like, okay. Are you sure you want to go here? Right. I, I just like the freedom of if I want to walk into a store, I, I, I walk into a store. If I want to leave it, I, I, I leave whenever I want. Uh, if I want to sit down and have a a, a drink for, for five minutes, I can. Or if I want to stay an hour, there is something nice. Now, I will say um, Colin and I have a great rhythm, a travel rhythm. Um, that's why we work so well. Uh, we usually get tired around the same point. Uh, we usually want to bug out around the same time. Um, we have similar likes. we do Disney the same way um, when you know Hawaii the same way no matter where we are whether we're in California or, or, or you know uh, Montana or whatever, we do travel the same. but I I do like being alone. I just—it's very relaxing to me. Yeah, and that's so, gotta be
1: fun to do Disney. They have to worry like, okay, are you in the moon for Space Mountain?
2: Yes, because I am.
1: You know, that sounds oh, great. It's and it fantastic. also sounds uh, that you'll have good Colin time too. Yeah,
2: uh, I, absolutely. And then he'll meet me back up in uh, in Hawaii. But yeah, it's 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 going to be, and this is perfect because. Uh, you know, we, we cover this in the podcast, which, by the way, uh, I'll throw in a shameless plug. The new episode, the season finale for season three just posted. So go listen to Two Fairy Godfathers. We'll be back uh, in February. But anyway, um, this is a, a little trick we always tell people, Rocco. If you can swing it with kids vacations, people always ask when the best time to go is. One of the best times to go is like that third week of January. Um, you know, weather is a little spotty, but the parks, uh, once the marathon is over and the holidays are over, that third and fourth week, uh, that third and final week of, of January, splendid, Rocco. The parks are slower. Uh, the, the holiday crowds are gone. Uh, they always have a marathon. Those crowds are gone. And you you can get better rates. Um, hotels are cheaper. Everything's cheaper Um, in that third and final week of January. It's a quite lovely time to go. It's a good tip. Um, yeah, and that's why when Dawn and Alexis both wanted this week off, I gladly go ahead because <laughs> we just shifted everything and it made it made the whole thing uh way cheaper. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> sure, I'll go in January. <laughs> I'll it's it's quite nice. So a little Disney t- t- tip there. If you want to know when to go, go then. Do not go during spring break. I know that sounds Hard to do because you know you're going to spring break because your kids are off, but if you can swing it, try to avoid those times when everybody else is going. Um, because hotel everything the prices on everything uh goes up from hotels uh to flights, so it's 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 a challenge. And Disney is expensive normally, but then you add the rates around. You know, spring break, and it's just outrageous. Plus, there's so many people, Rocco. You can't. You're you're waiting three hours for everything, uh, including going to the bathroom. So it's 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 just that's when it turns incredibly stressful. So, uh, coming up in the eight o'clock hour, right after uh, the break. Rocco and I have pulled some best of stuff. I have some uh, birthday pranks starring the one and only Dawn McClain. Uh, that'll keep you laughing on this Monday. Uh, plus, we'll do the dirt alert and more. So sit back, relax, grab another cup of Senka and uh, hang with Rocco and I for another hour. And uh, Stephanie Hansen, by the way, calling in at 830. She was supposed to be with us today. we uh, will talk about all of that. The eight o'clock hour starts right after this.